Oh, listen, dear one, I am thrilled to announce I have a brand new private coaching container opening up called Full Immersion Coaching. This is you and me working together privately as I become your mentor and soul guide for an entire year, providing you with the full support you need to grow a massively successful and prosperous heart-led business. To get all the details, DM me on Facebook or Instagram or send an email to allison at allisonscammell.com and say, tell me more about Full Immersion Coaching. I look forward to hearing from you. Hello, dear ones who had it met you. I am learning Dutch now and my Dutch is getting better. I'm klein beter elke dag. And it's a difficult language. Het is een moeilijke taal, maar... It is a difficult language, but I've really been enjoying learning it. And I've really been experimenting around with using intuition in foreign language learning. And I have lived in a lot of countries. (laughs) And in some of those countries, I've known the language. And in some of those countries, I haven't. So in both instances, you if you really want to connect to you know, the local populations and not just be in English speaking bubbles, you really have to hone your intuition to communicate effectively, whether you are speaking English, because oftentimes local populations don't, you know, in in a lot of instances, they don't have strong English skills, or you're speaking to someone who doesn't have a strong English ability. So you have to speak in a way that they can understand, ideally, right? And I feel like I've really learned how to do that. And I'm really experimenting to the next level, how to tap into our intuition to learn Dutch. And it's really exciting what I've been uncovering. And it really gets you realizing how much we really, truly, from a scientific perspective, can use our intuition in our life to the next level, to a higher degree in so many different ways. And it's really amazing. Today's episode is my very first episode after recording over 100 episodes that really is dedicated to coaching and how to use intuition really powerfully in your coaching. And really, if you are not a coach, you can really use this, the, the knowledge that, that we're going to be unpacking today, if in any area of your life. And certainly if you're in the service sector, if you have a service based industry, and even if you are an entrepreneur who sells products, this episode is for you. And I had the absolute pleasure of chatting with Heather Alice Shea, who I adore. She's the CEO and founder of the Atmana Academy. And that's the world, world's first dual certification life coach training school specifically for intuitive coaches. And she really takes a science and research based approach to her work. So the work she's doing is really important for the spiritual and intuitive coaching industry at large, healing industry at large. So I was really excited to have her back on the show. She's been on before to talk about intuition, and we'll leave a link to that episode in the show notes. But what we're going to be unpacking today is really thoughtful and 
will produce results for you and the work you do, whatever that work may be. So let's get to it. In today's episode, Heather shares the five steps. You guys know I love a five-step process. The five steps to infusing intuition into your coaching practice and skill set. Trends that Heather foresees happening in the coaching and intuitive coaching sector and why the coaching industry is indeed not saturated and is in fact an amazing profession to get into right now. We'll end on an invitation that will have you using your intuition in your coaching and your work in a way that helps your clients experience profound results. So be sure to stay with us until the end. Welcome to Soul Guide Radio, a podcast for soul-guided leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs here to bring about change on a massive level. We'll explore how you can activate your big soul mission, amplify your spiritual gifts, and clear the energy blocks weighing you down so you can gain unstoppable momentum in life and business. I'm Allison Scammell, your host and soul guide. Hey there, Soul Guide Circle. That is the name of this community of soul-guided leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs. In the Soul Guide Circle, we have big soul missions, and we yearn to earn more, serve more, and grow spiritually along the way. If you aren't already a member, then I invite you to join our Facebook group of over 1,900 leaders and lightworkers who are in service to each other and the planet. Find a link to join on my website, alisonscammell.com or in the show notes. Today's guest is Heather Alice Shea. Heather is the CEO and founder of Atmana Academy, the world's first dual certification life coach training school, specifically for intuitive coaches who are on a mission to serve others while thriving on their own terms. Using research-supported methodologies that yield faster results, her passion is teaching healers, entrepreneurs, and coaches how to master superior coaching skills and harness their intuition for a soulful business with a bigger bottom line. Heather also is the host of an amazing podcast called The Everyday Intuitive, and I had an absolute amazing connection with her recently. I recorded an episode about activating your big soul mission and what that really means on her podcast, so we're also going to link that episode in the show notes because I think you'll really, really love it and you'll really love getting to know her podcast. It's always such a joy for me to connect to Heather's passionate wise energy. Please enjoy. Heather Shay, welcome back to Soul Guide Radio. Thank you so much for having me, Allison. I am so excited for our conversation. It's always great to connect with you. I love your energy. Oh, thank you. I feel the exact same. And you are on my old podcast, She Grows. We'll put a link in the show notes so people can check out that. It was such a great episode. And we were talking about like intuition and the science behind intuition, which I love. Mm -hmm. And I know that there's listeners in this podcast who will love it. And I was just saying to Heather before I hit record, in 150 some episodes, 
I think this is the first episode I've ever done with coaching in the title, which is hard for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hey, it's it's emerging as a, a whole thing. So it's an honor to be here talking about it. It's intuition and coaching are literally, I tell my daughter this all the time. Like I do two things well in the world, Ava, and everything else, I'm total trash and garbage, but coaching and <laughs> intuition. <laughs> like, you know, tapping into the higher realms of consciousness, easy peasy. Ask me to calculate the tip at dinner. Not so much. So yeah, it, these are two things I really love talking about. Fantastic. And we were, you also mentioned that you're soon going to be an empty nester. Yes. In two months. That's absolutely crazy. I'm like, when the hell did I get old enough to have a kid in college? <laughs> it happened overnight. <laughs> I started late. So I have a five year old, but I, I was a late mama. So, you know, I've got one in whatever first grade, you know. <laughs> It's just there's you, so much beauty, I think, in that. I mean, we could we could do a whole podcast on mothering and what it is to own a business and mother. And but I th- I think there's a lot of beauty and utility in being an older mother. I think you're patient. You know, you just have a lot. You've worked through your own crap. I had Ava when I was 27, and I can see I can see how I definitely worked through my crap with her. Yeah, and I yeah. you know, and I can see how she you know kind of you know, feels the effects of that, right? It's all good, but I, I have a ton of friends in your position. Yeah. Oh, actually, most of my friends oh, that's are cool. women who've had, oh yeah, like I'm the only person that I know who that's a mother that is like, I, I know one other person, that's it. So you're in good company. Oh, I, I just you. <laughs> Well, my husband and I are on a mission to find friends who have young children because all of our friends tend to have teenaged children, which is okay. But, you know, Freya's always the odd one out in the in the social gatherings. Anyway, indeed, a conversation that, you know, parenting and intuition is another whole episode we could do. But I would be right. Right. Yeah. I I would be really curious to know, like uh, something I've observed and I would love to know your reflection on this. I've observed. Okay, when did I start really observing this? I suppose in the last couple years, but in particular last year, people who I would not describe as intuitive or into the spirituality stuff or like interested in hiring an intuitive coach are really getting interested. Like Mm -hmm. these sort of traditional spheres of of people and companies and organizations, et cetera, are now like more and more getting more and more open to like using our intuition in like a real way and not just, sure. you know, like in a systemic way in their lives, in the businesses, in the corporations. Have you observed this as well? Absolutely. And I think there's a couple of reasons for it. There's several. I think one is there's now research that explains concretely that intuition is a valid skill. So we find more left brain people or more sort of you know, however we want to describe them, mainstream people who aren't interested in spirituality here in the States, we call them normies, you know, the normies, the homegrowns, like they can now go, okay, it's a thing because we have the science to now show them concretely and really explain it in a way that they can hear it. Like we can speak their language now. So one, they're just like, okay, cool. If you can explain it to me, I'm in. But they just orient towards more of a logical understanding of intuition. Thank God the science has caught up to that. So that's the first thing. I think we're just now able to speak intelligently to them in a way they can understand. The second reason is because the old structures of the 20th century are dying and falling off and breaking. We are in a period of entropy and decay. So the systems, the thought, the the way that they would 
you know, let's take a corporation, for example, the way that you would train up an employee, the way that you would keep an employee, the way you would motivate an employee, the way you would whatever an employee, mentor, coach an employee through a performance eval or helping them acquire a new skill, all of those things are not working anymore, particularly with the, you know, in this post-pandemic world that we live in. So they're needing new skills and new systems in general, like generally speaking, right? People are now open to this. And so we can just boop, pop intuition in as one of the many creative solutions to this issue of society is changing, old structures are dying, new structures are being born. What are the new structures? Hello, coaching and intuition. The third reason why I think coaching and intuition both are on the rise right now, and coaching is the second fastest growing industry in the world, and it continues to gain year after year. It's second only to technological innovation. The reason why I think that these two are going hand in hand is because they are oriented towards emotion and people. So if you look at kind of the trajectory, let's like go back in the past and look at the last three iterations of human of systemic human evolution, you find that we were in an agrarian model, right? We went from agro to in, in, so we went from an agrarian society, right? Hunters, gatherers, farming, right? Foraging, farming, right? We went from that to the industrial revolution in the late 1800s. So then we went to everybody left the farm and they went into the factory, right? And worked, you know, in the factories. So we did industrial as we mechanized the world. Then from industrial, when computers were invented, we went to the tech. We went to a cognitive base. So now we're, so we went from farm to brawn to brain. So now we're in a brain based world, right? So what we're in right now is the fourth revolution. We are in the fourth, we, we're living through it right now. Could you imagine living through a time when think about any type of like crazy shift in the world, right? Like, wow, wouldn't it have been wild to be around when like the steam engine was invented or, wouldn't that have been crazy to be a part of it? Well, guess what? We're a part of it right now. You just don't realize it's happening. So we're moving from a tech-based, a cognitive-based, a brain-based society to a heart-based, to feelings. So we're going from an IQ to an EQ. People no longer care how much you know. They want to know how much you care. People are no longer motivated by a big corner office with a view. We're like, give me a laptop and let laptop and let me stay home with my kids. I don't, I don't really care about that stuff. So coaching and intuition is a way that is meeting a massive need for our species, which is we are all exhausted. We are tired and we actually want deeper purpose and meaning. We know how smart we are. Thank you very much. You know, everybody that that's kind of dying away, right? So in the 21st century, the people that are going to rule the world are people who understand that people need to come first, people who understand that people matter, people who understand that if you are an asshole to your employees, you're probably not going to thrive because people have options. They will like the great resignation is real. They'll just quit. They'd rather not. They would rather go take their chances doing something else than stay in environments that are toxic for them. And so on the exterior side of this, this looks really scary. We are, again, the old systems are dying. You know, we need new people creating new in the world that, that provide solutions for this. And I really see intuition and coaching as the means. It's the how behind how we make this transition. It's the scaffolding. It's the platform. It's the stop gap that comes in and goes, Oh, okay. Wait a minute. Not let's not throw out the baby with the bathwater. 
Let's go EQ. Let's go heart-based. Let's start pouring into people, providing purpose and meaning and connection for people in their work, in their personal life. And coaching is really doing that. And I believe that intuitive coaching is the way we're doing it faster, quicker, better than ever before. So that's my take on why I think those, that is, you're absolutely right. It is happening. And those are the three reasons why it's happening. That is a brilliant take. I've never heard it put like that before. And it just, that just clicks. It just sings the way you describe it in ways that gets me super excited. You know, you really make me think of my client. I have a client. I just met with her yesterday. She is a, well, soon to be a was a senior executive at a large corporation that everybody's heard of. She's been there for 15 years. And then, you know, she used to work 70 hours a week, weekends. She has two little kids. Well, then during COVID, her and her partner got ill, not COVID, but they got other illnesses and then they got COVID on top of it. And so she just said, look, I'm just going to work what's in my contract 40 hours a week. I'm not going to be working weekends. She just started to do what she was getting paid to do. But she was still with every metric, you know, employee evaluations. I think they did. They did these various and sundry evaluations. She was the number one in her section. So every metric to measure whether or not she was a good employee, she was through the roof. She got fired, not laid off, fired. And I, the reason they gave her is because she wasn't showing up enough for work. Mm-hmm. Sure. She wasn't present enough. And that's and, a very 20th century Old school Piscean duality, bleed, 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 die, die, die for this. We don't care about you. We don't care how you feel. We don't care if this is unfair. We're the boss because we say so. Get the hell out. Yes. It's absolutely crazy, right? Yeah. It's amazing what happens when you put up a boundary and start actually honoring yourself. Yes. That's exactly what she did. And not to give myself any credit, but we, we worked together two years ago. And then we took a break from coaching and then she came back to me and I was like, oh my God, I remember two years ago, you and I were working on this and working on putting up your healthy boundaries. And she said, yes, and I did it. And I was still outperforming with the healthy boundaries. I was still getting top-notch performance evaluations and I still got fired. And I said, well, big middle finger to them. That's right. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Big middle finger because, Mm -hmm. yeah, we don't. It's so and now, and now most people are doing that. Like most right. people who are like, if you're listening to this and you know that you're a person who cares, you're conscientious, you have more options than you think you do. Mm-hmm. But the first step is to start honoring yourself. And if you are good at whatever it is you do, you have options now that it, it is now like it's kind of like real estate, right? Whether you're in a buyer's market or a seller's market, we are in the, the market of the, of the individual. Companies are having a really hard time finding top talent and people who are willing to show up conscientiously and do their contract, their scope of work, just to find that now. So the pe- the power to the people. Yeah. We have more power than we think we do. It's a, it's really about honoring that. And I, I see coaching as the means by which you, an individual, maybe you're a stay-at-home mom, maybe you don't even have a job. It still applies to you. We all are in a space right now where we are looking at our lives and saying, how can I live more congruently? How can I live more authentically? How can I, how can I be more honest with myself and with everybody in the world about who I am and how I show up? And how can I give my best as a mother and a sister and a wife and a friend and 
you know, maybe, maybe a business owner, maybe you are a coach as a coach or as an employee at the job that you have. Like, how do all of these pieces fit? But here's what I do know. We're no longer in a world where these things can be compartmentalized. We have to start integrating all of these hats we wear and these aspects of ourselves. And what I would hotly contend and say boldly, though this might be controversial, if you think you're doing that by yourself, you're wrong. No, nobody does that. I, I know I don't, right? It's just too complicated. So, you know, it's very, very hard to sit and witness yourself by yourself. Everybody, we need connection. We need feedback and we need support from people who understand what it is to step into alignment with your higher self and to actually really deeply listen to yourself. That's what intuition is, by the way. It's just deeply, deeply listening to yourself and trusting your higher spirit, right? Your, your soul. So, you know, I, I'm a big believer in that. I look at my life and I'm like, there is no way I, I could have made it to where I'm at today without other people helping me. And I'm actually, I actually think it's an act of profound humility to say, I can't do this by myself and I don't want to do this by myself. And the world is insanely complicated. The, the two most complicated things in the known universe are the human psyche and hu- the human experience, living as a human being. Th- these are mysteries, y'all. <laughs> we have absolutely no idea. So, you know, we hire a gym, we hire a trainer to help us work out. We're hot, we'll hire a mechanic to work on our car. We'll hire somebody to come in and help us clean our house. We'll hire somebody to, you know, we just had somebody come in and pressure wash our house, right? Spring cleaning. We have no problem dropping cash on this kind of stuff. But when it comes to a life coach, oh my goodness, like what? Yeah, it is the hardest thing in the world to get right. And yet we think somehow we're supposed to do it by ourselves. Come on, get out of here. Yeah. So again, the I think the reason why people don't have a base level of knowledge, like, duh, of course I have a life coach is because it's just such the 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 industry is in its infancy. But in my world, I guarantee you this, 20 years from now, maybe even 10, it will be common knowledge that you need a life coach. Just like it's common knowledge that you need a gym membership and you should probably hire a personal trainer if you want to learn how to take care of your body, eat healthily, you know, work out properly and maintain your your physical body. We're going to be in a space eventually where we realize it's ridiculous to think you shouldn't do that for your mind, for your spirit, for your soul. Right. I couldn't so read. That's why I love it so much. Yeah. yeah. I, and I think that there's this mis, there's a, a common misperception out there that the coaching market is so saturated. And I hear it from people. Well, I don't want to become a coach because it's too saturated. And I love this one, Heather. And I know you've heard it and I know you probably love it too. The only coaches who are actually successful out there are coaching other coaches. Oh, oh no, no, no. No. <laughs> I know. Right. So let's yeah. talk about this. Why is it not? I believe it not to be saturated at all because I totally oh agree what you're saying. It's in its, it's in its infancy. Like, why mm-hmm. is it anytime you want to sign up for something, online software, a new platform, it asks you, what sector are you in? And there's never a sector for coaching. When you get like the, the click, the, the sector for coaching hasn't even appeared yet in most platforms that are out there. Right. So I believe it's also in its infancy and that we're going to, uh, we're evolving to a place where it's going to become common knowledge that this is just like, you know, you need a good accountant, you need a good lawyer, you need a good lawyer. That's right. That's right. Exactly. I always like the saying, learn the rules before you break them. 
And, you know, right. And so I think this is like, I, you know, I have a master's, I have a master coaching certification. And when I first started coaching, I mean, I used everything from that, all the tools from that coaching certification I used in my coaching. But then as I, you know, got my sea legs and got on, then then my my own take started to get birthed, my own methodology. And I was able to test my methodology. And I think that that's really, I think that's what a lot of people experience. I suspect maybe you experience the same. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that's brilliant for a coach to be able to. I mean, actually, I would say I, that's what I love about coaching versus therapy is yeah. that you're actually free to express yourself in your sessions. You know, we don't have to be there. We can't, we can show up so fully and say, yeah, you know what? This is the work that I do. This is my body of work. This is the type of coaching I do. I have this foundational. I always, I train my coaches. We are going, you can do whatever the hell you want to do. Get out there. I actually believe that, that as a coach, a part of our soul's purpose in being coaches, especially an intuitive coach, my certification program offers a, a, a dual certification. It's traditional life coaching, your foundational skills, and also research supported methods that allow you to apply intuition in session safely and effectively. Okay. Yeah. So I always tell my coaches, Hey man, look, as long as you are operating, within ethics and best practices of the coaching profession, have fun. Get out there and get crazy with it. Let the work that is you are born to put, that you were put on this planet, let that work burst forth through you. Offer it boldly to the world. But like you said, know the rules before you break them. If you don't know how to run an ethical practice and you don't know what best practices in terms of the coaching skills are, then how do you know that you're not doing more harm than good? Like, be careful of how you think you're helping people. That's one, that's a major thing I've learned as a coach. Mm-hmm. Like, man, be careful with the help, right? You might be disempowering your client by some of the things that you're doing that you think are helping. So yeah, as long as it's b- between ethics and best practices, which are not things you're going to intuit, right? These are, these are, these are, it's an art and a science that you've got to learn, just like that mechanic learns how a transmission works. You're not going to just wake up and go, you know what? I'm, I'm going to be a cardiac surgeon because you know what? I'm pretty good with my hands. You know what? Hand me a scalpel and just let me get at it. I watched a couple of YouTube videos and you know what? People have been asking me questions about this my whole life. I think I'm ready to go. I'm a, I'm a surgeon right now. No, you're not. You need to go study how to be a surgeon. Same thing with life coaches. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So let's talk about intuition and coaching and you offer five steps. And I love people who know me know I love all of my processes that I I teach have five steps. I'm like the queen of the five-step process. Yeah, for five steps to infusing intuition into your coaching practice and skill set. Can you share these five steps? Yeah, so this will be, okay, so there's all kinds of skills that we would talk about on the foundational side. So we're going to, I mentioned these five steps to say we're just popping over here into the strictly over here into like, how can we think about or conceptualize using our intuition as a coaching skill? Because it's kind of a weird thing to think about, isn't it? It's like, how would I do that? Like, what is the method I would use to use my intuition? Do I just tell people the random stuff that pops into my head? Like, how do we really begin to use it? And so these five steps are research supported in terms of giving you that ethics and best practices, but also kind of giving you a way to think about how you would take an intuitive hit or intuitive information 
and one, tap into it and then offer it to the client in a way that empowers them. Okay. That's so important because when we get intuitive information, there's this tendency to be like, oh, this is what just came through. This is what I just tapped into. This is what just came through. Right. Well, we still need to always remember that it's the client's truth that matters. Just because we're getting something intuitively does not mean thus saith the Lord, right? It doesn't mean like that it is at the end of the day, the client can accept it or reject it or believe it or not believe it, right? So the first step to using your intuition in coaching is inner awareness. It's inner awareness. So as we begin to apply intuition in session, what we, where does it come from, right? What would be the first step? How would you even begin to think to do it, right? So imagine you're sitting in session with a client and they're talking, like they're talking, you're sitting there having a normal conversation just like we are. So if you're attending to that, how are you getting impressions, right? It's not a reading. A reading is when you, the client sits in silence and then you offer what's coming up, right? So this is a coaching session. It's very dynamic. It's just like this conversation right here. So the first step is to learn the skill. It's a skill you learn of inner awareness, which is learning how to attend to, and there's four gates that we talk about. So I won't go into that right now, but it's learning how to attend to four sources of inner information that allow you to become aware energetically of what is in this, what is, I call it in the room, right? In the, in the coaching container with you. So one, you have to learn how to have simultaneous awareness of your own inner world while maintaining awareness of what's going on in the conversation. The second is receptivity. So once we learn, you can think of inner awareness like radical mindfulness almost, like just being really, really mindful of what is going on within you, right? Because that's where our intuitive information is. It's it's in our inner landscape. It's an intra-psychic phenomenon, right? The second is receptivity. So I guess maybe a great way to talk about receptivity would be to just say that we're always open to being guided by our intuition. And sometimes we're not. Like when we're working on the receptivity step, we realize our own self-doubt, our own fears, all of that can really shut down our receptiveness. So even if you do have inner awareness, we need to make sure we're always open, always open to that guidance. The third is observation. So now we're paying attention on the inside. We're open. We're receiving. We're deeply, you know, with our client. The third is we just observe what's coming up, both from what they're saying and also what's present in our inner world. So maybe you're seeing things in your mind. Maybe a little image flashes in. Maybe a word, you keep hearing a word repeated over and over again. Or maybe you notice that your tummy hurts. Your stomach is a little upset, or maybe you just know, maybe all of a sudden, boom, you get hit with this like insight, right? So observing all of that information that's going on on the inside. The fourth is interpretation. So now we got to figure out what the heck all this means. I keep seeing a purple giraffe and I have no idea what a purple giraffe means to me, but I keep seeing a purple giraffe, right? So we've got to learn how to interpret the symbols that we get. And the fifth is communication. So how do we talk to our clients about the intuitive information that we're receiving. How do we communicate to them what, what is coming up for us or, 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 you know, the random things? It can feel very, very random. I just did an intuitive session this week where I tapped in and all I, I saw a road. It was just this black top. It was the first thing I saw white lines and it yellow down the middle. And she was asking questions. You know, it was about career and I kept seeing a road and I said, I have no idea what this means, but I keep seeing a road. Does that mean anything to you? And yes, she drives back and forth from California 
to the state that she lives in to go see her boyfriend and she's thinking about moving, right? So it's learning how to take the images and the signs and the symbols and the things that you and really communicate that in a loving way that allows your client to receive what your what your intuitive hits are in a way that empowers them, in a way that they can relate to. And then we partner with the client to figure out how this intuitive information and everything else they're giving you in session can be used to help them achieve their goals. So those are the five steps. It's inner awareness, receptivity, observation, interpretation, and communication. That's how we go from no intuitive hit to talking and working with our client with that intuitive information. It's super, it's a super fun process. And within those five steps, you get to add your own personality in. You get to discover your own unique style. You get to just be the intuitive that you are. It's so much fun. Yeah. I love the example with the purple giraffe. What do you say to your students that say, Heather, I saw a purple giraffe in session and I just know I have this inner knowing that it means something really important for the client, but I'm just sure I'm second guessing it. I'm doubting. Was it? Is it just my random stream of consciousness that inserted a purple giraffe into my awareness? How do you sure. deal with that? I, that's something that comes up with my my clients all the time. Oh my gosh, I love it. So this is like, I get so excited when I talk about this. Okay, first thing, you guys, first thing, it's okay if it's random stream. Our first step is to say, maybe it's just something that popped into your head. Maybe it's what you had for lunch. And it's just, maybe it's wrong. Maybe it has nothing to do with the client. Maybe it's not going to resonate. Maybe it is a random stream. Our first step in becoming an intuitive coach is this. I don't have to be right. I don't have to be right. It doesn't have to be perfectly accurate. You know why? Because of the second rule. The second rule is everything is offered tentatively. So we aren't saying I am seeing a purple giraffe and I have this knowing. I love what you just said because you will, you'll get a visual and then you will have an urge or a knowing that it's about something, that it's connected to something, right? So like when I saw that road, I was like, this has to do with, I I saw a road and I felt relationships even though she had come to me to talk about career. So I'm like, eh, what we're really here for is relationships, which yeah. did tie into career, but the relationship needed to come first. So I was like, road, and I think it has. So I offered, I think I it might. So the first thing is, it is okay if it is random stream of consciousness. Give yourself permission to offer things to your client that may or may not be relevant, that may or not be right. And it doesn't matter when you're offering it tentatively. Treat intuitive information just like you would any other observed, like any other thing you would offer a client that you you would just go, I don't know, maybe it's this. So I would say, I see a purple giraffe and I would describe it. I'm seeing it's got, and it's got like orange dots on it. And it's purple. And I keep feeling this like deep pull to think this has something to do with like your, your, do you have an aunt? I keep feeling like purple giraffe and your aunt on like your mom's side. Like, I don't know. I could, it could, it could totally be what I had for lunch. But I just want to offer this to see if it resonates with you. Does that resonate at all? And then we give them a chance. We partner with the client to discover what it may mean. And so that is how we allow ourselves to play. We allow it to be fun. We take the pressure off. I did a session a couple of weeks ago. I do this thing called the Atmon Experience once a month where we basically do free, you know, live coaching. It's like a coaching incubator. And I kept, oh, this woman was talking to me. I kept seeing all these cats running around her. I could not get this visual out of my head of all these cats running around. She finishes talking. I said, you know, I keep seeing you with these cats. 
her face, you should have seen her face. It was like she saw a ghost. (laughs) She said, I have a room in my house where I have a lot of energetic disturbances. And yesterday, feral cats from her neighborhood, she had her front door open, ran into her house and ran into that room and started running circles in that room. And she said, I, can you believe that? I mean, animals like literally. So she, it was like she saw a ghost when I started talking to her about these cats. Now, I had no idea that happened to her in the physical, her physical reality that happened. I don't care. I'm just going to say, hey, I keep seeing these cats. Does that yeah. resonate? You know, and yeah. if not, that's okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe next week you're going to have an experience with cats, but today, so lots of times intuitive information can be for, can be future based. So that's another reason why we don't ever f- say that, like what I would offer is your intuitive impressions are never wrong. You just don't understand how they apply. I would also say they're might not, they're not ever right either. We just understand how they apply. We understand how they're relevant in this now moment in space time. But I don't see anything I offer a client as being right or wrong. I think it can resonate or not. It can Mm -hmm. apply or not, but I don't really think it's right or wrong. I think that's an old paradigm we need to let go of. It's, it's very, oh, that just doesn't feel right to me. It's congruent with the energy. Yeah. Yeah, that's such a good way to frame it. And you you mentioned some states of being that I find intuition love, the intuitive process loves. And that is, you talked about just being relaxed, Mm. no right or wrong. You're in a state of play. You're curious. Mm. What could this mean? And once you like let go and just like, let's have fun with this and we're not on the hook and there is no right or wrong, that's usually when the biggest like, oh my God, like the ahas come or the something just lands for someone the cats come in <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. that that's a such a good energy to be in when you're in this process so heather i have absolutely loved this conversation you have framed things that i've thought about a hundred times in ways that i've never thought about and brought new life to conversations in such a really articulate, brilliant, and exciting way. So I just want to say thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. It is always such a pleasure to connect to you. I love the work you're doing in the world. I think it's so important. I'm going to ask you in one sec how listeners can find you because I get asked all the time, Allison, who do you recommend I go to for coaching certification? So I know that there's listeners out there that want to learn more about you and your work and how they can connect to you. Before that, I would love for you to leave our listeners with an invitation. So it's an invitation to do something, be someone wherever you'd like to invite them to go. Oh my goodness. I suppose my my parting words would for this would be, above all things, trust yourself. I think that's what in, I invite you to to understand something that that you in this moment have absolutely everything you need. You are whole and complete. And I think what the world needs more than anything in the whole world right now is individuals who are willing to be who they are. And the first step to that is for us to trust who we are and to see who we are as someone beautiful and valuable and worthy and interesting. You have something so magnificent to contribute to the world. But our first step in doing that is to see ourselves in truth. So trust yourself. My dad used to say, Heather, even when I'm wrong, I'm right. And I didn't understand what that meant, but now I get it. He was saying, Heather, I'm doing me. I'm being myself. I'm being the messy human I am. 
And that is the ultimate truth. That's the ultimate right. So the invitation is to, to get out there and, and radically be yourself and give who you are to the world. And that requires you to trust and listen to yourself, which is intuition and then help people. I think after that, how can you help people? How can we serve others? That's what's going to make us the happiest to live authentically and then to contribute to the world in a way beyond ourselves. And I think intuition and coaching is how you can do it. So yeah, and you're listening to this podcast for a reason. So continue listening to Allison and all of her wisdom. That's (laughs) that's my invitation. (laughs) Great invitation. No, that was really, really beautiful. Really beautiful. And so please, I people are going to want to know how how can they find you, find out more about you and and the work you do. Awesome. So you can just pop over to Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at my full name, which is Heather Alice Shea. My last name is spelled like the butter Shea. So S-H-E-A. And you can also find me on my website at HeatherAliceShea.com. And then if you would like to join our once monthly, it's totally free and complimentary. If you're just interested in seeing what intuitive coaching is all about, you can go to the w.atmana experience, atmana spelled A-T-M-A-N-A experience.com and get registered for our free little coaching, intuitive coaching incubator sessions. But on Instagram, you can connect with me there too. It's just at Heather Alache and, you know, DM me, whatever. I'm, I'm in the interwebs. I'm nice. So <laughs> yeah. perfect. All those links will be in the show notes. Heather, thank you. Thank you. Thank you again so much. It's always such a pleasure. Thank you, Allison. I appreciate it. And dear listener, I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate you. I am grateful for you. And hey, listen, if you've been thinking about giving this podcast a rating and review, then now's the perfect time to do it. There's a link in the show notes to the various places you can leave a review and I will get that review. I will see it in any country. We have software now that enables me to to access reviews from all over the world. And I'm so happy. You know, we've got reviews coming in probably from 20 different countries right now and rising. So wherever you are in the world, if you have received from this podcast, please let me know. Let me know specifically and I will read your beautiful words on the air. And... As always, until next time, may your soul guide the way. Are you ready to fill your business with soul clients in the next 60 days? Then download my free energy upgrade meditation to amp up your energy frequency, dissolve the doubt, and attract the soul clients you are destined to serve. Find a link to download on my website, allisonscammell.com, as well as in the show notes.